De la patrulla de Minos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast. And I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the revenue generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today we're going to discuss strategies and best practices in telco marketing. Joining us is Brad Pruner, who is the Senior Director of Product Strategy, Salesforce Industries at Salesforce, which provides customer relationship management software and applications focused on sales, customer service, marketing automation, analytics, and application development. Yesterday, Brad and I talked about how does VoIP go to market. And today, we're going to continue our conversation to discuss modernizing the telco rev tech stack. Okay, here's my conversation with Brad Pruner, the Senior Director of Product Strategy, Salesforce Industries at Salesforce. Brad, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. We dug into VoIP yesterday because I think it represented where the nimble and scrappy business meets those bigger carriers in battle. We also talked about, you know, frankly, the fact that we've got a lot to learn in SaaS from the lessons learned from Telco. And, and today, what I'd love to understand is what a Telco RevTAC stack looks like. And I'd like to stick with VoIP if we can and use it to kind of compare and contrast to other segments. So is there a standard for the Telco RevTAC stack? You know, I, I get the pleasure now in my new role at Salesforce to talk to comms companies globally. And I would say, sadly, the answer to that is no. <laughs> I'd say if there, if there is a standard in communications, there's a standard pattern. And that standard pattern is that communications companies typically grow through mergers, acquisitions, new product lines. And what is consistent is as they grow, they keep adding more stacks. So it's a very product or line of business focused model, typically. So if you walk into your average carrier anywhere in the world, they'll typically have a wireless operating unit. They'll have a, you know, a fixed line operating unit. They might have a new kind of ventures operating unit. But each of these groups will have their own RevTech, MarTech stack. And oftentimes those things don't talk to each other at all. So that's a very common pattern we see globally. Okay. I would say that what it sounds like is you're dealing with lots of rev tech islands, right? So it sounds like the first scenario is, guess what? We just acquired ABC business. They have their own rev tech stack. And those rev tech stacks are allowed to continue to exist. The second piece is you're starting a new initiative internally. And what does the GM of that business do? It sounds like they create their own rev tech stack. Is that a fairly fair picture of what's out there? Yeah, to the point where it became a point of humor. Like there was always this idea of, you know, we have a new growing part of the business and we don't want to saddle that business with the errors of our past, right? We want to start new and fresh. So we'll start up another new co and we kept spawning up new co's, right? Where it's like, okay, now we want to tackle the dial up internet market, need a new stack. Now we want to tackle the fiber market, new stack. Now we want to target VoIP, new stack. And I had the, one of the difficult roles I had in my career 
was when I was asked to glue all that together, right? To say, you have all these different products, all these different lines of business. Now, how do you create a coherent customer experience? And I think we had to kind of turn the whole model on its head away from that, that LOB centric way of thinking. So let's see, you were 26 years in telco, Brad. How were those 20 years of trying to stitch together all those stacks? Did that work out well for you? I can't even imagine what that timeline looks like to be able to pull that off. But when you were in the middle of that, trying to stitch these things together, what was the typical composition of all these RevTech island stacks? What was normally in those RevTech stacks? There's some common threads, I guess. Communications is in the I guess the original services business, right? So you required some way to manage a subscription. And that's one of the things unique to comms companies, whether you're VoIP or not VoIP, you know, you're managing a subscription related to an asset, a tangible asset. So the complexity there around, you know, you might think that you have a SIM card, which is part of your mobile device, but that SIM card needs to be managed in the context of a data and a rate plan. And that type of complexity is what dominates these stacks is how do you manage that association? So you want to activate a new subscription. Not only are you creating a billing relationship with the client, but you're now also needing to activate an asset on a network. And, and I think sometimes that complexity is misunderstood by people who are new to the industry because that network asset is really the, the keystone for the business, right? And, and to add further complications, how do you correlate that network asset to a customer record? So, but then that's, that's kind of, the, I guess I'm nerding out in terms of the, the underlying architecture. I, I think the key elements, though, there are some elements that are very common to other RevTech stacks. You know, you need to have a customer, a definition of a customer. You need to be able to manage the relationship of that customer, track and manage the activities, track and manage sales opportunities, track and manage customer inquiries. So there's kind of this interaction transaction piece that I think is more common. But what is unique, I think, is, is some of that asset to bill correlation that's required. And are they self-building to deal with the asset to bill, Brad? Or are there platforms out there that are more than capable of dealing with that? Yeah. Well, you'll see both patterns. There's one thing that telcos love to do is they love to custom build. You know, oftentimes they have large IT organizations, but there are certainly are players who specialize in that OSS, like that back office environment unique to telco. There's a lot of them out there who also specialize in that space. I'm going to give you a really unfair question because I really enjoy doing this to my guest, Brad, but I'm going to ask you to rate the typical RevTech stack if there is such a thing. We just talked about a huge range, by the way, didn't we? We just talked about a lot of customization to a lot of package software. But I'm going to ask you to give me a score. Zero is Luddite, paper. Maybe I've got basically the most basic things I could have. 10 is cutting edge, right? The most cutting edge system you can imagine. Where are those RevTechs landing? Obviously can't be a zero because they're technology. Are they in the five zone? Are they in that two zone? Like, where are they, Brad? I'll give a bit of a political answer, then I'll give you the honest answer. You know, the political answer would be, it depends where they are on their journey. We certainly, I'm in the software business now. I'm familiar with companies who are hitting this out of the park. I would say though, especially on the B2B side, it's a two or a three prior to any investments being made. And that the Achilles heel that they all seem to have in common is this inability to create a unified view of their customer because of this LOB line of business silo approach where wireless is a division, wireline is a division, TV is a division. And, and so that inability to even see who the customer is and what their complete relationship is with the carrier is what frustrates a lot of people from the sales teams in, in these companies. So Brad, 
you know, we're back to this idea of kind of zero to 10. And I understand we've got lots of twos and threes. That makes sense to me. And, and you know, given the fact that we've got these rev tech islands, by the way, I'm now in the Caribbean and I'm seeing these tech stacks just populating all these islands. Sorry for the horrible image in your heads, folks who never go to the beach again. But I guess I have to ask for those outliers, if you will, those innovators, those folks out closer to the nines and tens, what's typically in that rev tech stack for them? Why are they best in class players, in other words? Yeah, the biggest difference, I think, is coming at your approach to that rev tech stack entirely on its head, right? So if you come at this transformation to say, we want to create an L line of business, new rev tech stack, you're answering the question wrong. You've got to flip it around and say, who's your customer, right? And so the companies who've done it well start there. They start with saying, I'm not going to think about my lines of business. I'm going to think that all of those lines of business share customer records, and, and we're going to create a stack built around the customer. And that may sound motherhood, but many don't do it properly, right? So, so I think the idea of saying you're starting with a customer and your definition of the customer and, you know, I think, let me just maybe hammer home why that's a challenge for so many providers is I recall having in my career real debates around who is the customer, right? So in a, tel- in a telco, you might have departments viewing the customers differently. So the billing department views the customer as a billing account. Your trouble ticketing and service assurance organization view the customer as a SIM card or an address. Your sales organization might view the customer as an entity, your call centers view the customers as a phone number, right? So ultimately being able to triangulate or quadragulate, whatever the term is, all of those different data elements to say, no, this is the entity, this is our customer. And it's all of those things, but we're able to kind of twist the Rubik's cube in a way to look at who the customer is. You know, the transformations that both I've been part of as well as the ones I've seen that are successful globally start there to say, we understand who our customer is and we're now going to create within the RevTech stack a rendering of who that customer is so we can better sell to them and support them. Because then now you're no longer looking at, you know, line of business A versus line of business B versus line of business C. You know, I don't care as my starting question, is this a wireline or wireless customer is a customer. Now the next question is what business do they have with us? I mean, I think that's incredibly insightful, Brad. And I think that it's something that we can all take away. And it's interesting. It does feel like motherhood and apple pie in some level. But what we're saying is, Begin your RevTech design with this crystal clear understanding of who your customer is and build around that concept of customer. And I have to say, you know, we're in software, Brad, and that's quite often exactly what we recommend to our customers. But the next question we all need to be asking ourselves right now is taking a step back and saying, is our RevTech stack built that way? All right. Well, great conversation, Brad. I really appreciate your coming back on the show. You have survived two episodes. Care to go for the Iron Man episode number three? Come back with me tomorrow. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. That wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Brad Pruner, Senior Director of Product Strategy, Salesforce Industries at Salesforce for joining us in part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow. Brad and I are going to discuss what can we learn from telco go-to-market. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't get a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, shame on you. Head over to RevGenPod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker of the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on the show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. 
If you haven't subscribed yet and would like a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself. 